Hello, and welcome to the Quilt MC Developer Meetings Podcast, the podcast that isn't really a podcast. If you're new here, this is just a collection of recordings of each public Quilt Project Developer Meeting, lightly edited for comfort and uploaded as a podcast for ease of accessibility. Our meetings are held on Discord every two weeks and recorded live by a fleet of Discord bots, hence the lower audio quality. For more information on what the Quilt Project is and what we do here, please head over to quiltmc.org. Wonderful. Oh, I have, a, I have a nickname here. Wasn't that fun? Um, I'm hoping that one of these community members, uh, community team members, uh, who invited me to join, will be active enough to invite others to join, or to speak when I do. Um, In all fairness, I didn't realize I had a nickname in the other server either. Republic. I didn't vote. I didn't vote for this guy. I guess I can just go ahead and start the event. Should I leave the, the ping? Everyone, check mark, click, pinging. Everyone is always so scary. Doesn't matter if this is like arguably. Uh, okay, cool. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, everyone, depending on where you're tuning in from. Uh, we're going to be getting started in just a little bit here, good people, so a few more minutes to join. If you're listening, it would be phenomenal if we could get some like elevator music in the background. I don't know how that can be organized, but for these meetings, so it's not just either silence or either just my voice at all times, that would be uh, phenomenal.
Thank you, Cheater. But it's still, you know, a, a stark, stark contrast to the abysmal silence that is around when I am not talking and people are just sitting around waiting. It's like, hey, is something going on? Is, uh, you know, background music definitely plays a uh, very important part in these kinds of live events. Uh, but it seems like we've got a nice quorum here of people tuned in. So I'm going to go ahead and kick us off. Uh, forgive me for any, any missteps. It's been a while since I've led or even attended one of these meetings. So we're going to be taking it down uh, nice and slow. Um, we're going to be following the basic agenda that's been laid out in the past. We're going to go through the different teams that have updates to report. And each team is going to have a member come up, tell them what's new, what's going on. Uh, anything exciting, and then we're going to open it up to questions. Cool. Uh, so without any further ado, we are going to pop on over to our first team that has updates, which is going to be Chasm. And uh, Cheater Codes will be updating us on Chasm today. Evening. Um, yeah, I have some updates on Chasm. I'm a little away, so I hope the wind isn't too bad. But on Chasm, we have some interesting news, um, mostly based off Earth Computer's work. Um, I'm not sure how much he wants me to talk about this, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Um, basically, he spent the last week or so on a syntax help of assembly. Um, I'll do him the favor and point out that this is not meant for most people to use, since we are still very adamant about that the people who write CAS assembly transformers should be the people who write CASM frontends, because there's just a whole bunch of stuff that can go wrong um, if you're not careful. He has also worked on a PR that got merged which is about including files in Chasm. Uh, the basic idea of that is that instead of, that we can have some sort of assembly library for very common, very commonly used methods and functions and data collections. And we can also use it to include, for example, a ref map, similar thing to ref map. So we can have proper remapping of transformers, um, even possibly without Chasm support, because it's almost JSON, so we can just parse JSON as well, um, or JSON 5 at the very least. And this might also be the way we use configs by just including them, including a path that loader would then resolve to a config value instead of a config file. Um, I'll have to talk with Alex about how to integrate that into loader at some point, but uh, I don't think it's very difficult. You just have to make sure that everything's pure again. Um, obviously, every time you read a file, it should be the same. Um, then there's also have been a bunch of bug fixes. So thanks to Foundation Games for those. Um, some casting errors that were made when coding. Uh, some null comparisons. So it was previously not possible to compare a, a map with a null value, for example, which is obviously bad because you can't do proper null checks. And also an uh, error where injecting slices 
<laughs> made them be injected in reverse order, which is obviously also not great. Uh, another small one-line fix was, oh no, that was already before the last meeting. Um, yeah, I'll call again for anyone interested in Chasm. It would be a great help, um, even if you don't feel like you're capable of whatever, which is stupid anyway, you're welcome to help us with anything. We have simple tasks as well. But if you don't feel like joining the project or helping with the code itself, it would be very helpful to us if you just uh, try out the Chasm Gradle plugin, write some files by hand because now you're still allowed to, and just tell us about any errors you find. So, so far, Foundation Games and Envy have been the ones playing the most around with Chasm. Even though Envy only did it for like a day, but it was still a great help. It already found like two bugs that we, had, that we could fix afterwards. So, any testing is greatly appreciated, even if it's not a form of formal tests. And um, that's all for Chasm, I think. Great. Thank you, Cheater. Sounds like a good amount of work being done over there. All right. Uh, up next, we have the community tooling team. I, I mean, somebody can call and chat if they want to correct me, but I don't think anyone needs to, to speak. But what happened recently is there was a website PR that was merged, um, and they would like help testing it out, looking for bugs, giving feedback. So if you can visit our quiltmc.org website, give it a spin, uh, and then give feedback in, uh, I do not live at the airport, I'm so sorry, um, but I can close my windows. I do live above a bustling thoroughfare. Um, <laughs> so I, I will do that when the next speaker is up. Though actually the next speaker is, is me for infrastructure as well. Uh, so I know this happened a while ago, but I have not announced it here. So some of you might have heard, because I was mentioning it in the tooling server, uh, but we did receive AWS funding. Um, so all of our AWS infrastructure is running and has been for a few months now running at uh, zero cost, which is really cool. It also is kind of a recognition. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a sign of legitimacy from a multi-billion dollar company. They see us as a actual organization, which sure, we know we are, but it's always cool to have that little bit of recognition and, and sponsorship. So um, that's about it from the infrastructure side. Next, I will pass it on over to Kotlin, um, or to, to Chris, to speak about Kotlin. Finding buttons is hard. So uh, Kotlin, uh, the Quilt Kotlin libraries are on their way to getting a, a 1.0 release. Uh, there is now a project for it on GitHub, and the current things that are being worked on uh, are NBT delegates, as well as some sugar to go with that, and updating the 119.2 uh, and keeping up to date with Fabric Language Kotlin the entire time. Then there's also a couple little things to look into, uh, just basic repository management for that, as well as... Uh, looking into Kotlin's binary compatibility validator. So that way, if you update uh, Quilt Kotlin libraries, you're less likely to have a backwards incompatible version. Wonderful. Thank you, Chris. Um, I have closed my window, so hopefully it's slightly quieter here. Um, 
If not, let me know. I not much I can do about it, but you can always tell me. Um, <laughs> the, the next team that has updates, we are moving on over to uh, Aurora from QSL to give us some updates there. Hi. Uh, so this will be quick because uh, not a lot of stuff has happened lately. Um, so uh, since the last meeting, we got three pull requests merged. We got um, we got yeah uh, was. Uh, renaming the registry entry attachment module to drop the parole form uh, because it's it's kind of a trend where we're going to having every module named in a singular form. Uh, then we have <clears throat> a request about exposing rendering for entity parts. I think it's about the debug rendering. I'm not entirely sure about this one. Uh, and we also got surface rule API improvements. So now instead of it running at the start of the game, it will run at every data pack reload, which is really cool because it means that you can make surface rules uh, configurable at runtime, which means you can make it configure with data packs, which is really, really neat. Um, aside from that, there has been new requests. Uh, there's uh, um, I haven't really looked at them, so I'm not entirely I don't entirely know about them. Uh, so there's a custom entity selector API. Uh, it's for commons to be able to filter entities based on some criteria given by mods. Um, and it being directly in QSL can be quite useful. There's um, an entity tick events dra draft, uh, which might be neat. I haven't really looked at it too much, so I won't be able to say too much about it. And then there's the Virtual Resource Pack API, which um, which only require one last review before um, final command period. Uh, it introduces a mutable resource pack interface, which basically has a lot of cool stuff to like add new resources to our resource pack. Uh, so just so you can make your own implementation if you want. There's an in-memory resource pack, which is an implementation that keeps uh, um, resources into the uh, in-memory. Um, there's two events to register default resource packs, uh, either uh, which could, can be virtual, so they can use the in-memory implementation, um, 
which me uh the two events allowed like um register into the default resource pack since it's a group resource pack uh they will have i think um i think they have less priority than mod resource packs but they have more priority than the vanilla resource pack And then there's another event to register a resource pack at the top of the pack hierarchy so it can override everything. Um, aside from that, uh, there, there's also some fixes in tags API so it can understand um, tags from virtual resource packs too, which, which was currently an issue. And I think. That's it. Uh, I think for yourself it was everything. Thank you, Aurora. Uh, that is the last team that I had stuff to talk about, or rather had somebody to call on for stuff to talk about. Uh, so it doesn't look like there are any questions at the moment, um, but we will open it up for questions if anyone has any. This is another time when elevator music or some kind of background sound would be phenomenal.
unfortunately the elevators in my building do not have music or else that would be an option um i guess i could just play elevator music on my phone that seems uh less exciting All right, uh, let's see. I just got a message from Anui that uh, there are some more QSL updates they'd like said, so I will uh, go ahead and read those out now. Keep in mind, I don't know what I'm talking about here, so <laughs> hopefully I'm able to, to answer all these, or to, to read these all out correctly. Um, there was a new version of the QSL, or of Quilted Fabric API, featuring uh, deferring queues, which is a workaround for mods that register their content to the content registry before the mod itself is registered, um, and before the content is registered. Uh, there's a blog post about it in hashtag devlogqsl in the toolchain server. It also fixes a mistake in which the fabric client tags module didn't have the correct version. Uh, it also syncs with the upstream Fabric API, bringing in all the goodies from Fabric API 0.61.0. And thanks to a pointer by Emma, I brought in an upstream's, in, upstream's take on updating Minotaur, which is Modvent's Gradle publishing program or publishing plugin. Uh, we switched the dependency marker on Fabric API from incompatible to embedded, aiding with anything that relies on Modvent metadata. And finally, as Laura mentioned earlier, QSL is updated with the registry entry attachment module dropping the plural from its ID. And I do believe that is our last official update. Uh, so we will, I'm sure several of us be sticking around. Oh, there are questions I see. Um, one of which is for uh, I guess these are for approval. So I shouldn't read these out loud until someone approves them. I can approve them. Um, is cheater code still around? No. Sad. Uh, she just had to ping him if there were questions, and this does seem a mostly question-related, or a mostly concern-related question. Um, so let's go ahead and, I guess, stage this or text this. I don't know how stages work. Um, hopefully one of you does that is here that can help manage this as well. <laughs> so uh, whatever I need to do to show this question, ping it to, uh, to Cheater Codes. If someone can help me with that, that'd be phenomenal.
pretty sure the one before we had a question was a little bit longer, but it is a long period of silence. I can just leave myself unmuted and you can hear the wonderful sound of cars driving by if that was something uh, you were ever so interested in. Summer is, in fact, over. We uh, we also have less to talk about this time. It's uh, almost the 30-minute mark, and we really ran out of stuff like 10 minutes ago, so it's not that bad. Ah, so I am, Leo. So I am. So it's hard to keep these things these things straight sometimes, you know? There's so many channels, so many things I have to keep track of in my big influential position as president of the United Quilt. I figure hearing my voice at least half a conversation someone's not party to is uh, probably at least slightly interesting than uh, silence, hopefully. Are there any countries that have both a president and a prime minister? I'm not uh, intimately familiar with governmental structures, but that seems counterintuitive. Ah, interesting. Cool. Well, I think I am just going to call the meeting officially over. Um, as always, we are active in the Toolchain server. If anyone has any questions or issues or just wants to help out, uh, like Tudor Coase mentioned earlier, 
And for the people who are active here, uh, feel free to just message us or ping us if you have any questions that weren't answered or weren't addressed in this meeting. Uh, yes, this was a pretty fast meeting. We, uh, between a lower attendance on the audience and staff side and a relatively uh, calm past couple of weeks, we were able to get this one knocked right out of the park. So uh, thanks, everyone, for attending and listening in. And we will see you again in a couple of weeks.